Welcome into the Invest Well Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall. We got a great guest joining us today, investment advisor Dalton Helby over there at US Private Wealth, one of the great companies helping families with their wealth. And we're going to talk today about the idea of whether or not the markets will sell off this summer. Question we all have to ask and got to protect ourselves along the journey. So we're going to be talking about that today on the Invest Well Show. All right, so let's jump in and talk about this. You know, <clears throat> Dalton, there's a lot of conversation mm -hmm. starting to happen out there, right? Definitely. Little birdies in the grapevine, <laughs> in the yep. media world saying, hey, the market's going to sell off or maybe it won't. And, you know, Dalton, what's so interesting to me um, is people are in a place, consumers, let me say it this way, are in a place where there's so much media out there that they're in a place where they can be like, w what really should I believe? If I turn on this channel, you know, it says this is going to happen. If I turn on this channel, it says that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. If I turn on the same channel, in the morning it tells me the markets are going to crash, and in the afternoon it's like, oh, my goodness, everything's amazing, right? So in your opinion, you've been an advisor for several years. You've been in the space for years now helping families in different capacities, um, what is your thought when, I, when a client says, when, I, when a consumer says, you know, hey, I'm worried about markets, positive or negative. Let's talk about that first. What, what, what are your thoughts when you share that to them? Sure. Well, I can say in regards to our firm, how we set up a client's portfolio, how we uh, look about, you know, going about different types of investments. We're always in a position where we're building a sustainable uh, amount of growth in the portfolio over time, regardless of what markets do. Mm -hmm. So um, we don't want to be playing the yo-yo game. We mm -hmm. want to have basically something that's going to be um, taking volatility out of the equation over time and creating something that's really sustainable um, throughout the generations. So the idea here I, I hear is, and this is an important note, and let me just share this with you. So if you if you kind of put it all together, what Dalton said, it's the idea of, Look outside the noise of the day. Look beyond the noise of the day, right? Because you're going to have noise of the day, right? Absolutely. I mean, market's going to be up, market's going to be down. We're going to have noise. You're going to be like, ah, what's going to happen? And so you got to be looking that way. You got to be looking longer term. And more importantly, you really need to make sure that you're looking at it. And you've heard me talk multiple times about the idea that you need to have efficiency in your portfolio. And sometimes just all market, on market, on market, on market investments are not necessarily the only game in town, right? That's very true. Um, you have to diversify not only within the market, but outside of the market. And that's a lot. That's an idea that a lot of people don't understand, Yeah. Uh, especially when they first connect with us. You know, they say, well, I'm diversified in these different industries and different stocks. But I said, well, are you really diversified? Because a rising tide lifts all boats yeah. and vice versa. So yeah. It's just that idea of diversifying outside of the markets as opposed to within it. Now, if someone's been on a boat and they've been out fishing, Dalton, they know what you're talking about when the waves come in because it moves the boat, right? So if you haven't been on a boat, go get on a boat and you'll know, you'll know what we're talking about. But, you know, at the end of the day, that is true. And it's so important to think through that in relation to your investments. I, I got I to gotta talk about the idea of markets selling off this summer. And that's really what I want to talk about on this show here today, Dalton. So I wanted to get your weighed in thoughts. You know, Deutsche Bank warns of a global time bomb because of rising inflation. Uh, there's other articles coming out there. We know that the Fed is starting to taper back yep. some of their quantitative easing. That's going to slow down a little bit, which is going to cause a con, uh, you know, a, a rise in concern as far as what's going to push markets. We've seen that push the economy. We've seen that push, quite honestly, 
you know, over the last couple of years going through st- COVID, we've had stimulus checks, yep. we've had PPP loans, we've had a lot of things happening that have kind of masked really what's happening underneath, which is the fact that, you know, 25% of restaurants will never come back to life again. We're in a place where we've had federal uh, funds coming into, basically the the Federal Reserve funds, I should say, coming into uh, the economy in a multiple of different ways over the last years and years and years. We've seen corporate buybacks because of low interest rates. And so now here we are, we're at the precipice of a new administration you know, coming to the middle of 2021, um, and this new administration has been very clear, Dalton, that not only are there going to be for sure new taxes, but there's potential financial transaction tax, which I did a show on a little earlier talking about that. There's a, a, a projected wealth tax that could be coming out and some other things in general. So when we take a look at the idea of the market selling off for the summer, you know, go away in May, all that kind of stuff. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, what I can say is obviously since last year, since COVID, the disconnect between the economy and the stock market has become even more so apparent than yeah. it has been in the, you know, the last several years. And when you say the disconnect, okay, let's talk about this real quick. Economy, disconnect, markets, help the consumer understand. What do you, what do you, say, what do you mean when you're saying that? Yeah, and really what I mean by the disconnect is, you know, obviously we're in a place where the, the country's basically shut down you know, for several months, Um, you know, like you said, businesses, you know, going bankrupt, you know, never coming back. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at the same time, you have this kind of uh, crazy speculation um, in the market. So there's a big disconnect there between, you know, just because the stock market's up doesn't mean the economy is necessarily doing well. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, I think, a hard concept for some people to understand that aren't super familiar with how markets move and how they work exactly. Um, but that's one one thing important thing to understand, I think. And and also there's a there's a saying that I really like. Um, I think it's from the the founder of Vanguard, if I'm not mistaken. He said there's three things that move markets essentially. There's there's earnings, um, dividends, and speculation. Earnings and dividends will always kind of create a you know a certain average. Uh, but speculation always ends in 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 one way, and that's returning back to that average. Um, you know, really where it's supposed to be. So we have a lot of speculation right now. If you look at, I mean, anything, I mean, if you look at a lot of these meme stocks like AMC, GameStop, you name it, um, that's getting kind of towards the end of the cycle yeah. in my mind. Um, the wh- the more the speculation, the, the, the closer we get yeah. to the end of that cycle, in yeah. my opinion. So yeah. I don't know when, but... The fundamentals kind of start to go away. Correct. Speculation comes out of the closet, mm-hmm. right? And people yep. are kind of like, hey, this is great. Let's jump on this ship mm-hmm. or let's jump on this ship or let's... Exactly. Do you think... I mean, you kind of brought that up. It wasn't the topic of conversation, but with the, whether the game stops, you know, and I did kind of a show on that a couple months back. Okay. Um, uh, but also AMC stuff, you know, yep. the memes, the whole Reddit thing, right, going on right, right. now that's been happening for some time. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's a positive or negative for the markets overall? I I think it's um, probably a negative for the markets overall. I think it's kind of uh, uh, kind of an outlier in the whole spectrum of the stock market in general. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. you know these are people that haven't been involved in the markets for years. They don't know the history of how far you know the S and P five hundred or the Dow Jones has come over the years. Um, These are people that just started investing maybe a year ago. and it's it's manipulation when it comes down to it at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's 
um, right or wrong, but it's uh, I don't see it as a positive necessarily. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, when you, you know, in my opinion, and again, you know, I know some folks that might be watching this that may have been involved in that, or maybe they've made money from that. Right. They, you know, they may look at it and say, "Hey, I think it's a good thing." What you know, who are you to tell me that right. I can't invest and make money? But but at the end of the day, the challenge is, and what Dalton's talking about is, is there's a lot of mechanics that need to be looked at. And, and one of the biggest challenges, let me just say it this way, I think one of the biggest challenges with investing is to get quick wins. Right. That can sometimes be one of the worst things as a, as a startup investor that could actually happen to you. Right. Which may sound crazy and kind of counterintuitive. You're investing because you want to make money. But the challenge is, if you get quick wins and you just win and win and win and win and you start making a lot of money real fast... And you think, oh, this is normal. I should be making 100% a day. This is unbelievable. The reality of it is that's not the norm. And if that happens, at some point in time, you're going to be in a place where you're going to chase investments where you will uh, blow yourself up potentially. And that's the big, that's the big challenge along the way. I, I think it's something that we got to be looking at um, as we move forward. So if we talk about the summer, you know, the Fed tapering, uh, some of the things we talked about, rising inflation. What are your thoughts about this summer as far as people looking at their investments, making wise decisions? Are there a couple keys, Dalton, that maybe you would have as people are kind of stepping back and evaluating what they have, why they're doing what they're doing, and does it make sense? And as I ask that question, I just want to kind of share this. So the S&P right now, as we're shooting this, which is 1029 on June 8th, okay? So if you're watching this on June 15th, <laughs> it's a little bit later. So 1029, June 8th, the S&P right now is at 4,223, right? That's where it is right now. And it's kind of hit some levels. It's hit some right. resistance levels. We're looking at those as ceilings potentially, which could which could cause the S&P to come back down. But when you take a look at selling in May, uh, specifically in clients, what are one or two tips maybe that you would have for consumers watching this out there, Dalton, saying, I'm a little bit concerned right now. What should I do? So I, my suggestion is obviously not to just completely stop what you're doing. Um, you, know, you never want to do that. Um, I would say going back through your portfolio and looking at um, you know, potentially positions that you have a large profit in, mm -hmm. um, taking some of that profit. Uh, it's never bad to go in and take profit that's a win. You want to lock that in, mm -hmm. um, especially on anything that's more speculative than um, you know, some of the other positions you might have that more, might be more long-term and, mm -hmm. and over the years that you want to hold. So I say taking you know, profit in more speculative types of positions um, is never a bad thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so kind of locking that in, especially in this time frame that we're in now. Mm -hmm. So I think what I hear you saying is taking a pause, mm -hmm. stepping back, kind of reevaluating what you're currently doing, right. seeing if you have some profit. You know, I love the old, remember the old saying we've all heard before, know when to hold them and know when to fold them. And that's so important because profit is great, but, you know, you, you have this thing with investing called realized gains and unrealized gains, right? And so when you look at your investment portfolio, if you look at your value and it's in the market, by the way, if, you're, if your value's been in the market all in, you've never gotten out for the last you know, couple years and you're not positive, then that's a challenge. Now, maybe you got out because you were fearful of COVID and some things that happened or taking a step back. We've never experienced some of those things. I completely understand that. But if you're in a place where you've made some gains, um, you know, it's, it's always a good time to take those gains uh, if they're there. And again, they're not gains until they're realized. So just to kind of make sure that we're clear on this, right? Unrealized gains are when you look at your investment portfolio and you say, okay, my value was $100. 
simple math, and now it's worth $120. Well, if that hasn't been sold yet, that's not your profit. <laughs> Let me say that again. If you haven't sold out to, to, to keep that gain, that is not your profit. It's just part of your unrealized value, okay? It's an unrealized gain because it hasn't been realized yet. Realized means you've sold it, you keep it, it's now yours. You can literally take it and put it in the bank, for lack of a better word. So I think that's important, Dalton. You're talking about stepping back and reevaluating. Last thing I want to ask you this, and this is the question about inflation. We're already seeing prices increase. Right. We've seen gas prices increase. We've seen costs of goods and services go up. I mean, heck, here in Florida, just for the demand and, and the lack of uh, supply and so on and so forth, you know, we're in a place where we're seeing the cost of wood right yeah. for building yep. has gone up 30 40 50 percent in certain Crazy. areas for the same cost like for trusses for homes and things like that you know just a year ago they were about 40 50 percent less now they're much much higher in this area of the country anyways and we're seeing that in different different costs of goods and services along along the way what are your thoughts on inflation and how that will overall affect our economy over these next couple months well, ever since, you know, I mean, the Fed's been quantitative easing for years and basically, you know, lowering interest rates, things like that. So they've been saying, they've been warning of inflation or not warning, but saying to expect inflation to come. And now it's that time. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm more concerned about how far it will go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're in a place where they have to let it, uh, inflation rise a little bit in order to eventually raise interest rates. You yeah. need that as kind of a precursor. Yeah. Um, but it... In terms of how far that goes, I don't know. Yeah. Um, the Fed has tools that they work with in order to, um, you know, basically manage what inflation is and mm-hmm. and things like that. But they don't set what you know the per- actual percentage is. They right. just have tools to manage it. Right. So, you know, having all those at their disposal, that's great. But at the end of the day, who knows how far that kind of that train will go? Yeah. So, and and the question I think in a lot of people's minds, Dalton, is will we have hyperinflation in the right. future, and what does that look like? In fact, we're going to be doing some shows in the future around that lens of hyperinflation. What should you do? How do you prepare for that? And by the way, how do you prepare your portfolio now? Let me just kind of end this show with a couple quick kind of walk away tips. I think the first thing, and Dalton shared this, which I love is number one, you got to step back and evaluate and reevaluate really where you are right now. Because what's gotten you to where you are today? If you tuned out a little bit, tune back in and catch this. This is important. What has gotten you to where you are today is probably not what's going to get you to where you need to go. We got to do different things, different strategies, especially if you're moving into different stages of life. That's number one. Okay. So, what got you to where you are is probably not what's going to get you to where you need to go. So, step back and reevaluate. Sometimes that means you need to bring someone else in. That's number two. Get a second opinion on your wealth, right? If you're in a place where you are not working with a firm that is completely holistic, they're not have having uh, uh, multiple investment and products at their disposal. In other words, maybe they're uh, market-only driven. All the investments are in the stock market, right? Uh, And they're not taking advantage of private equity. They're not taking advantage of uh, direct real estate. They're not taking advantage of insurance-based contracts. They're not taking advantage of tax planning-type investments. If they're not taking advantage of all of those different things, you need to be looking at getting a second opinion from a a holistic, well-rounded firm. And number three... I think you need to reevaluate what your goals are. 
right? And maybe that's number one, actually, but you got to reevaluate what your goals are. You might say, well, I don't really have any goals. I just want to make sure I can live my life and do my thing and all that. Well, that's great. Write that down. That's a goal. You want to live your life. You want to maintain your life. What does that look like, right? Because maybe the costs of living go up for you. Maybe the, the way you want to uh, vacation change for you. Maybe the amount of money that you want to give to your children for them to start a business or start a company. Or maybe you want to have some powder dry so that way if the market does crash, you can go out and buy real estate or, or buy back in markets low or whatever that may be. But really evaluate what your goals are. And uh, the fourth thing is kind of tagging a little bit on number two, and that is get some help. Listen, there's a lot of great resources out there. The show's a great one. We're going to tag at the end of this show a couple key shows talking about the financial trend, transaction tax and some others that you can watch to educate yourself. But um, there's also a lot of great information if you head over to the sponsors of our show, which is leanonthewall.com. Uh, Dalton, as you know here, he works for one of the companies, U.S. Private Wealth and Wall Private Wealth, uh, that are designed to help families protect, grow, reduce taxes on their wealth. These are all great things and services, but getting a second set of eyes, getting some help on the process to kind of navigate this journey will help you. But I believe that we got to be cautious in this summer season. Uh, Dalton, I think it's something people need to be thinking about as far as the market selling off this summer. I think, in my personal opinion, I believe there's a high probability of that. Um, and I think that's something we need to be preparing for. And I'll give you the last word on, on the summer sell-off before we land the plan of the show. I, I agree that, you know, there's a lot of speculation right now. And with where markets are, you know, that could definitely be in the near future. Um, you know, whether it's this summer, it could be down the road. It could be next year. Who knows? Um, but I think it's just wise to go back and always be reevaluating things uh, and taking profit and also looking to diversify outside of the markets as opposed to within them. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people reevaluating their investment dollars and where they go, especially as these new taxes are coming down the pike from the new administration. That's going to cause a lot of people to press pause on where they invest money. And when they do that, that affects markets, that affects businesses, that affects everything. Listen, thanks for tuning in to the Invest Well Show today. Again, this is an important conversation. Dalton, thanks so much for Absolutely. joining us and sharing your thoughts and insight. Always great to, to see you and uh, uh, sharing some of the things you shared. If you got questions on what to do next, listen, we got two avenues here for you. So if you're in a place where you are younger and you're just learning and you're growing, you're saying, man, I want to I want to kind of learn some of the basics and, and that way I can get to the next level. I want to challenge you to head over to michaeldwall.com. There's a great Invest Well, Live Well, Give Well curriculum and course that I've put together, our team's put together to help you walk through the basics of investing so you can make good investment decisions. If you're in a place where you're saying, hey, I need more in-depth health help, I got a million, two million, three million, fifty million, a hundred million or more, whatever that looks like, right? You've at least over the million dollar mark then I'm going to challenge you to head over to our sponsors, which is leanonthewall.com. they got a boutique second opinion service, and there's a lot of great information there where you can reach out to that team to talk through what can we do to uh, maybe get a second lens on what we're doing with our wealth. As always, my desire and goal is for you to live on purpose so you can live with purpose. And hey, share this show with someone that needs to hear it. You've listened to it. You've got some great information from it. Take a minute and share this with someone that needs to hear it and uh, text it to them, share it on social media, whatever you need to do. We got to get the word out because, listen, we want the people that are closest to us that we care about to make sure that their wealth, their investments, their legacy, their life savings are protected and ready for the storm, quite honestly, ready for any economy. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next show. 
Thank you for listening to the Invest Well Show. Please note that this information shared on the show is not investment advisory advice, and it may not be reflective of your personal situation or the needs that you have. If you have questions specific to your financial situation, please make sure that you reach out to an investment advisor directly or a tax attorney or tax coach or CPA to help you with your personal situation. Any additional questions that you may have, please make sure that you seek out a professional to get the guidance needed for your specific situation. Again, all content and information shared on this show is not to be deemed as specific investment advisory advice.